At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is the 2022 v draft betcast presented by DraftKings, live from las vegas with former NFL GM Michael Lombardi, Super Bowl champion Sean King, first round pick Mike Pritchard, betting analysts Tim Murray, Femi Abebefe, and Matt Brown. Here is Gil Alexander. Back on the 2022 draft betcast here at Visa, it is Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Mike Pritchard, Kelly Bidlin alongside here at the South Point. And in fact, the Jets do trade up and select. Jermaine Johnson, edge rusher for Florida State. And so the Jets are having themselves a night. Ahmad Gardner, Chris Olave, excuse me, pardon me, not Chris Olave, uh, I should say Garrett Wilson. So Ahmad Gardner, Garrett Wilson, and now Jermaine Johnson. And a Jermaine Johnson, a player that was slotted to go top half of the draft. So you have really bolstered your football team. What could possibly go wrong? Daniel Jeremiah just tweeted, they came he three of his top nine players in the draft. So to the New York Jets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this was, again, I'll say it. It's the most consequential draft in Jets history. Again, starting with four in the top 38 and they have made the most of it, at least on paper. You never know how these things work out, but at least the night of the draft what a night of celebration for the New York Jets. Well, the last two years too, I mean, you get a franchise quarterback uh, that you're going to be excited about. Uh, so you continue to build on that. Now, offensive line could be an issue. We'll find out about, uh, a tackle Beckton and all this stuff, but um, no, the Jets are on the right track. But it's just, it's the Jets, man. It's they they somehow cannot create the right culture up there. Yeah, um, and it really will come down to how good Zach Wilson exactly. is. Let's face it. Exactly. Yeah, Jacksonville has traded up to twenty seven. We were wondering, hey, who slid just as much as Jermaine Johnson, or not quite as much, but also is a great talent that was still out there. And Devin Lloyd is the it's, is his name. Hey, it's uh. 11 on the East Coast. Hopefully they stayed up. Didn't think that their night was over. And uh, find out that they got themselves a nice little uh, little linebacker. And remember, that was the the whole debate at the top of the draft with the Jaguars. A a triumvirate between Shahid Khan, the owner, and of course Doug Peterson, the new head coach, Trent Baalke, their GM. Who would win out in the I want this guy, no, I want this guy battle between the three of them. And it ended up being Trayvon Walker. And now... They get their guy again at 27. So the Jets and the Jaguars um, doing big things towards not only the top of the draft, but also the bottom of the first round as well. So good on them as Devin Lloyd now goes to Jacksonville, which brings us to Green Bay's second pick if, of the first round. At if 28. this isn't, I mean, seriously. Come on, seventh wide receiver. If this right. isn't. 
I mean, I would love to be sitting in a room with Aaron Rodgers. Though, right? can I just say, John Goulet made a point off air, right? Which needs to be aired. Which is, if if uh, if Aaron Rodgers was was so willing to sign with a team where he knew Devontae Adams wasn't going to be there, do you think he's really putting pressure on them to draft a wide receiver? One would hope. I don't. I mean, I don't think he likes to lose. I hope not. Because who's his number one guy now? Valdez Scantling? That's <laughs> no, his, he's good. Oh, he's gone. It's, no, it's Lazard. It's, uh, it's Lazard. Yeah, Lazard is his number one guy. <laughs> they got to draft somebody. Do you guys think that he's all in in terms of winning? Because I, I watched this guy in the playoffs, and yeah. I'm serious, man. I, I did not see any passion. I saw a guy that didn't care to the level that he should when you're in that situation. Three yeah. years in a row, you win 13 games. Yeah, uh, you're at home. San Francisco can't even move the ball, score an offensive touchdown, uh, but yet there's no there's no passion, there's no energy. There was one big play, Devontae Adams, right? But outside of that, there was no magic from Aaron Rodgers. So I, I I don't know if he's fully invested anymore. Well, that's why I bring up the Devontae Adams note, you know, as well. Was perfectly willing to sign, knowing that Devontae Adams wouldn't be there. And look. You, they still got to draft a wide out here. We kick it over to Circa and, and Tim Murray and Sean King. Sean, uh, your Jermaine Johnson, Devin Lloyd back to back happens. Packers have to go wide out here, right, guys? Yeah, you would think, but uh, I, I, yeah, I joked. Uh, so I do a, a morning show in Milwaukee, and I joked with them this morning. I said it would be classic Packers for them not to select a wide receiver. And there were reports all day, Sean, they were looking to trade up. And they had to trade up. If you wanted to get one of those top three guys, you had to get up to number 12. That was the run we saw. London, 8. Wilson, 10. Olave, 11. Williams, 12. Bang, bang, bang. Four out of the last five. And, you know, uh, so so that's where we wait. But let's just circle back and go to the New York Jets. You love Jermaine Johnson. And we've been breaking down, or we had been breaking down, all of these players uh, for you know, position by position, your top player in this class was Sauce Gardner, correct? Yes. And then you had Jermaine Johnson, I want to say, as your second or third best edge rusher? Yeah, he was uh, third behind Hutchinson and uh, Trayvon Walker. Okay, so you had him as your third best edge rusher, and then they also grabbed Garrett Wilson at 10, and you had Garrett Wilson as your third best receiver. I did, and I think when we look back, there was a unicorn in this draft, and his name was Jamison Williams. Yeah. Like, when you think about the Southeastern uh, Conference, the SEC, we you know the commercial, it, it just means more. Have we ever seen a guy run away from SEC-caliber athletes week after week after week? That was Jamison Williams. He has a unique attribute that you don't find very often. He's also a heck of a football player. We're talking about a guy that plays gunner on the punt yeah. team. So, I mean, you get in a package, and with science and with medical advancements, torn ACL is nothing. So that would be the only move the Jets made I would have done differently. But to double down on Jermaine Johnson and then triple down on Devin Lloyd, yeah. Jermaine Johnson had 12 sacks last year. He had 70 tackles. He's a three-down defensive football player. His motor never stops. When his talent doesn't get him there, his work ethic, his commitment to getting it done does the Jets had an outstanding draft. I said this all for what about the last month. There was no way that Robert Salah, who's a defensive coach, and by the way, the Jets were 32nd last year in total defense, was not going to address the defensive side of the football. So if you're a Jets fan, you have to be excited because you guys 
selected Sauce Gardner, who I had the number one player in this draft, regardless of position. You got Jermaine Johnson, and they also get Carl Lawson back, who missed last year due to injury. Now, statistically, let me explain what Devin Lloyd is. Aiden Hutchinson, in his career in college, 17 and a half sacks, 27 and a half tackle for losses. Kayvon Thibodeau, 19 sacks, 35 and a half tackles for loss. Devin Lloyd, 15 and a half sacks, 43 tackles for loss. He is a playmaking machine. Sideline to sideline speed, excellent blitzer on third down. Jacksonville is going to line up next year with Josh Allen, Devin Lloyd, and Trayvon Walker. That might be the most talented young group of defenders of any team in the National Football League. Now, does it equate to wins? We'll find out because it's still a big question mark surrounding Trevor Lawrence. But they have three guys that can get to the football. So I'm excited to see what Doug Peterson can do with that Jacksonville defense. And as we, uh, we're going to send it back here in just a second, the, the pick is going to be in for the Green Bay Packers, and it will not be a wide receiver. They yes. are going Devontae Wyatt, the defensive tackle out of Georgia. So Green Bay, after trading Devontae Adams, getting an additional <sighs> first, guys, they get... Quay Walker, which made me very happy from a betting standpoint. Has anybody checked Aaron Rodgers' Twitter? <laughs> How many? Hey guys, remember remember when Jordan uh, Love Man. was trade uh, was uh, was drafted, and he said I had three fingers of scotch. What is it tonight? Like six? I mean, good lord, man! Two first round picks and, 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 and two pick defensive again. players, and, and they don't they don't pick again until fifty three. So that second tier of receivers is going to be gone. Like, like they're they're not gonna it's not gonna be there unless they trade up from fifty three. But like they don't pick again till fifty three, so that all can, those next tier guys are all gonna be gone. Can I get my seventh wide receiver, please? <laughs> Good lord, it's been what a ten picks now since then. Kansas City's still uh, yeah. out there, so they might draft a wide receiver as well. We'll they see. Might. By the way, we should mention that Jacksonville getting Devin Lloyd was a trade with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So if you're wondering, hey, what happened to the Buccaneers? That's what happened to them. Jacksonville traded in to get Devin Lloyd from Utah. So uh, Jacksonville with the defense, defense, Trayvon Walker, Devin Lloyd, shoring up that side of the ball. Maybe not Doug Peterson's thing, but Trent Balky gets his way with the defense there. And so that's... This is, I mean, we we had Adam Levantan, Adam Levantan on from Establish the Run the other night, and we joked with him on the way out. We're like, you know, because he brought up a man, he goes, it would just be like, just like Green Bay not to draft a wide out with either of the two picks. And I sort of stopped him, and I was like, oh my God, what odds could you get on that? I don't know what you could get on that, but it would, it, it, whatever it was, the hypothetical. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It cashed.
So good for those hypothetical betters because the Packers just absolutely refuse to give Aaron Rodgers help. And that's that continues to be the legacy uh, towards the end of towards the end of his career. And Mike, I hear what you're saying. I don't know if he cares. I, I don't think he does. I mean, we can check on him and find out how many scotches he has, but I, I think he's <laughs> in his own world at this point, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, Aaron, he, he got his money. Uh, and, and certainly if you look at the actions of Devontae Adams and others, I mean, he was going to get his money. And, and so it was about Aaron, you know, and it has been about Aaron yeah. uh, to the detriment of that team who's won 13 games in three years in a row and couldn't get to the Super Bowl. So I, I wouldn't suggest that the Super Bowl window is closed because it is Aaron Rodgers, but uh, I, I need to see a better version uh, of Aaron Rodgers. And, and everyone keeps saying, it doesn't matter, it's Aaron Rodgers. Like, it'll be, it'll be fine. He's always had an elite wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's always had an elite guy there. Yes. So, yes, he is awesome. There, I'm not taking anything away from Aaron Rodgers, but he has always had an elite one, right. and there's not an elite one there anymore. Let me go to this real quick before we go to break, because I mentioned this a little while ago. We have four picks left in the first round, 29, 30, 31, and 32, at least barring any trades. New England, Kansas City, Cincinnati, and Minnesota – and these props are yet to be determined. Uh, offensive player, uh, 16 and a half. Have we gotten there yet? We're at 15. We're at 15. Offensive lineman, seven and a half. We're at eight, so that one's home. So that one's home. Quarterbacks would need a flurry yes. here to get over two and a half, let alone three for the push. Running backs is set at a half. We still haven't had a running back. Tight ends at a half. Still haven't had a tight end. Wide receivers. A lot of people on the push, like myself, we still haven't had a seventh. And oh, by the way, safeties. We still haven't had a second. That one's at one and a half. We'll find out which of those goes which way next, right here on the DraftCast. This is the 2022 v Draft BetCast, presented by DraftKings. Live in Las Vegas from the South Point Resort and Casino and the Circa Resort and Casino, here is Gil Alexander. The v Spring Special is here. For only $59, you get everything v has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at v Subscribers, they will have access to all of it. And that includes Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, JVT on the NBA, Andy McNeil on hockey as the Stanley Cup playoffs get underway, NFL preseason coverage a little bit down the road, and of course, everything on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. That's best bets, premium articles. If you want the full VEASAN experience, all the daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. Again, it's only $59. What are you waiting for to be a subscriber through July 31st? Sign up now at vison.com slash spring. The Patriots, who made their 84th <laughs> trade since the year 2000 in the draft, by far the most uh, since that year in the National Football League, they end up taking at 29 Cole Strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chattanooga mock. I'm, listen, Bill Belichick is, is far smarter than me. And, and that he is. Probably everybody else. He was seven to, uh, 73rd on Dane Brugler's big board. He was 76th on PFF's big board. And he was 84th on one other that I'm looking at. So what so you're saying is Cole is just, a strange pick. Is so what just saying, saying they, they, they really like him. Yeah, they must. A lot. Which leaves three. I'm going to be highly tilted if we don't get a seventh wide receiver. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kansas City Chiefs, don't let me down. Do it, Chiefs. 
I think they need to go quarterback personally. <laughs> they got to get a solid backup. Kelly know? Bidlin, really ladies and gentlemen. I've already, I've already lost. I, I'm, I've, I, that bet's done. So I knew, okay I knew that. Kelly would would put his weight on this draft <laughs> cast here, this draft bet cast. And there it is. They, they should go quarterback. Uh, I please go wide receiver. They did not. <laughs> they did not. No. Who'd they pick? Karloftis. All right. Why well, already hit the over on Karloftis? That one already cashed. I had Karloftis over eighteen and a half. So great story. George Karloftis from Purdue goes to the Chiefs at number thirty. Everybody cashing uh, that had the over in terms of Karloftis's draft position. So good on those who did. Um, so interesting. The chief. So the Chiefs are combating. Mm-hmm. The opposite direction. It's yes. not adding weapons. They're adding ways to combat the the everything. So they had a pass rusher in a corner. Right. So Wh- like which is going, what the yeah. Chargers did this offseason yeah. as well, right? So instead of loading up offense, they're going okay. We're going to try to stop your offense. And so it's it's an interesting little chess game that's going on there in that division. It's the best first round pick for Bill Belichick and the Patriots. What what first round pick? Yeah. Is? Mm-hmm. Who do you think it is? Like, can you? Oh, the best first mm-hmm. round pick. That's an excellent question. <laughs> wow. I don't even know. Was Hightower first round Hightower. Pick? Yeah, I would say Hightower. Uh, Chandler probably. Jones, too. Yeah. But, you know, he, he Chandler Jones didn't last year. Right. Yeah, yeah so probably Hightower, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, 31 and 32 is all that's left for tonight. Second and third rounds uh, tomorrow. And it's the Cincinnati Bengals, the AFC champions on the clock now at 30. Excuse me, 31. They need a quarterback. Fol- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by... <laughs> Followed by the Minnesota Vikings at 32 via the Detroit Lions. Remember, the Lions traded up earlier to get what Sean King described as the unicorn in this draft, Jamison Williams. That, of course, after drafting Aiden Hutchinson at two. So the Lions night uh, was a good one as well. Maybe not Jets-esque, but they had a great night as well. And so it is the Bengals now. Who uh, they're not drafting a wide receiver. I can tell no, you that much. No, they're absolutely they're not. not drafting that. Position. We need a trade. We need the. From my best count, there's been nine. Nine it's, trades. Yeah, for my for my best count, what I could the, be off by one. What it did might that be eight. pay, Ke- Kelly, on that station's? Oh, prop. give me two seconds. I had that just nine. up. Good lord! And remember, there were none in the top ten. Right, sixteen to one. Sixteen to one. And if we get all the way to ten, that would be twenty to one. And they didn't start in the top 10. They started at 11 when Washington, and I'm still going to say this, I, I I don't know what Washington was doing. They don't end up with Olave. They don't end up with Williams. They end up with Jahan Dotson, who, by the way, might end up being good. Great speed out of Penn State, great hands. But I, I'm hard-pressed to believe that they got the guy they wanted. Maybe I'm wrong. Even if they did, I just don't trust that front office to be able to make the subsequent picks that they got in that trade in any kind of excellent football way, but we'll see. Time will tell. That's another story for another night. Uh, so Cincinnati at 31, if they do use this pick, I mean, it's not a quarterback and it's not a wide receiver. So, yeah, I mean, we are, we are so far ahead now. It's I mean, the Patriots have been, the pick is in, the oh, pick wow. has been in for about 17 minutes. It yeah. feels like. That's We're, true. Matt's going to have the first pick around two before the Cole uh, strange pick yeah, is just being broadcast now. That's right. Sean called it. He's like, the, the picks are coming in fast, and the broadcast wants to just milk it. <laughs> Milking it. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. The beauty of doing live television. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, let's just recap. Yeah, I, Lloyd, I, will say, I will say this, guys. I am kicking Tim Murray's butt in our cigar bet. That is true. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe it, guys. So we made a bet back in, like, October. And I got I got Sean in a vulnerable state because he bet <laughs> – uh, he bet Liberty at Syracuse, and, the, and they laid an egg. And he said, oh, this Malik Willis, he's not a first-round pick. I'm like, of course he is, Sean. So we bet a cigar bet. What was his over-under? 13 and a half. And unless, unless yes. the Bengals decide, guys, that uh, Malik Willis is a good backup for Joe Burrow or, uh, or Kirk Cousins, who just got, what, a three-year guaranteed deal in Minnesota – yeah, I think you're going to win a lot of bets. And you took Desmond Ritter yeah, no first I said round. Desmond Ritter would not go in the first round. You, uh, it doesn't look like it. You were right, sir. And yeah. the under two and a half is, uh, is well, we don't want to get there yet. We still have two picks. I guess teams could trade in. We've seen nine <laughs> so far. Uh, real quick, I want to go back to what Pritch was saying about uh, where the uh, the Patriots are. Look, you, you know, you never, at this point, the guy's got six rings. You don't like criticizing him. But his drafts have not been great. There was a couple years ago he drafted the safety out of like Lenore Ryan in the second uh, first uh, was the second round. Uh, they just drafted a center from Chattanooga. Maybe he's a plug. Maybe he's a a, a, a plug and play starter at center. But uh, very surprising, Sean, to see the Patriots go with Cole Strange, who I know had been getting some buzz. Was another reason why I like the over for Linderbaum. But then we get two centers in the first round. Pretty stunning. Well, I knew they had, they had traded. I think Shaq Mason. To the Bucks, uh, not not familiar with what they did on the offensive line, but this is a Belichick move. I don't get why you would waste the fifth year team option on a position like center, but I mean that's Belichick being Belichick. That's one of the reasons that Brady wanted out. As successful as they have been, there's still some questionable things that have been done. And when you look at a quarterback like Mac Jones, I think you have to continue to put better and better pieces around him. So. In Belichick's mind, maybe this pick selection was made to help I mean, clearly, alleviate some of the pass protection responsibility on his young quarterback, Mac Jones. And so, Sean, if you're picking a center in the first round, he has to start the second oh, yeah. he walks in, right? And Pritchard understand this. Either the center or the or the quarterback make all the pass protection adjustments. Yeah. Maybe this is about he wants to take some of that pressure off of Mac after the center, extremely smart, high football IQ that can maybe, you know, help in that transition in year two for Mac Jones. Uh, real quickly, uh, George Karloftis, he goes to the Chiefs. Before we uh, before we give our thoughts on that, uh, the the Bengals are rolling with safety from Michigan, Daxton Hill, who was getting a lot of buzz late. Uh, I don't know what his over-under was. I think it was down in the 20s, so uh, you, you can catch the over there. Real quickly, before we send it back to the crew, Karloftis drops, as we all expected. A lot of people cashed some tickets across the network. I did as well. Uh, but Karloftis at 30 goes to Kansas City. I like this fit for him. Yeah, I had a third-round grade on really? Karloftis. Yeah, I think he's one of those guys that's going to be a really good, notable college player. His lack of physical attributes are going to catch up with him at the professional football level. Short, not overly uh, explosive. He's going to get swallowed up with those big tackles. So it'll be interesting. You know, Maybe Kansas City has a role for him that they want to plug and play, but, but we'll find out. All right, 31st pick is in. It's Daxton Hill from Michigan, number two safety, going to the Bengals, guys. Ah, for some of us who had the under one and a half on that at big brutal. plus money, that was brutal. 
that Daxton Hill goes there to Cincinnati. Uh, that was not a bet I expected to win, but then I started but getting frisky yeah, with it. Yeah. Creeping down, creeping down, yeah. creeping down. What that does clinch is the under on quarterbacks now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be one or two. It's on one. Um, and that is really uh, one of the big stories of this draft. We're down to 32 now, the 32nd pick of the draft. This is the Minnesota Vikings uh, by way of trade with the Detroit Lions. Still to be determined with that pick. Will a running back get selected? Will a wide receiver get selected? Those are the big ones that are still to be determined in terms of positions. I would, I would like to think as long as Minnesota holds this, we're safe with on running a running back. back. Yes. I would like to <laughs> yes. think you're right. As long as they hold on to this pick, we are safe uh, with what, running back. What they're doing now is they've got the cameras focused on Malik Willis mm. <laughs> on the broadcast. I Dude, that. that is brutal, yeah. man. Yeah, and uh, that's been a tough night for him, for sure. Um, we'll find out what that final pick is in the first round of the NFL draft. And we got to take a break here right now, though, before we find out who the Vikings or somebody else. Maybe there's another trade. Who knows? In store. Coming to you from Circa and right here at the South Point, the 2022 NFL Draft BetCast. Hope it has been a huge profitable night for you. Coming right back on the other side. This is the 2022 v Draft BetCast, presented by DraftKings. Live in Las Vegas from the South Point Resort and Casino and the Circa Resort and Casino, here is Gil Alexander. Back here at the South Point, it is Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Mike Pritchard, Kelly Bidlin, uh, Sean King, and uh, Tim Murray standing by with the nightcap over there at Circa. So with this last pick, the 32nd pick in the first round, the Minnesota Vikings, uh, and Matt is signaling to me that he has the pick. Yes, and that looks, that looks, this is better for you because it's a third safety. I would have preferred a seventh wide out. But, <laughs> but at least it doesn't it. like, you know, it, was, it wasn't those like, oh, okay, the 31st Who was pick. the third safety did pick? Did you in? Who was the third safety pick? Is, uh, is it Sine? Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense, yeah. So, in the end, the wide receivers at six ends up being the worst push ever because there were six picked in the first 18 and then never again. I had such a good number on it too, plus one forty. So it is, you know, we talked about those corner cornerback numbers and safety numbers. Like the safety one would have gone over anyways, even if we didn't get some position switches. So, so does Cena? Uh, I believe it's pronounced that way. Does that put the defensive players over and the offensive players under? It's sixteen to sixteen. <laughs> so is that? But that's what happened, right? Yeah. So that's that is the definitive pick. We lasted to the thirty second pick before we get a uh, grade on those bets for anybody who did total defensive players and total offensive players. So defensive players goes over offensive players goes under. And uh, did we end up with four cornerbacks Four, um, or four corners, four yes. corners. Mm-hmm. So that goes under in the end. Uh, wide receivers was either an over or a push. I, I guess some people also bet it at six and a half. So wide receivers ended up right kind of in the middle. I, I ended up with a six in the push. Um, and so I, uh, this has been a, it's been a fascinating first round, which comes to an end. Now we're not leaving you quite yet, but you know, the headlines in the end for me, the five defensive players to start it off. That's never happened before. One, two, three, four, and five being defensive players never happened before. Uh, not since the merger, as far as this goes back with the, uh, the AFL NFL merger in 1970 had that happened. So that's the big thing. One quarterback, one quarterback, this turned out to be 
the first round of an NFL draft where even uh, the NFL teams, where, where I should say even the, the group of quarterbacks was not up to snuff to the point where even NFL teams weren't tempted to trade up and draft a quarterback. Only Kenny Pickett goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers at 20. That probably is the big headline. And then in terms of, because everybody's going to do, we, we look at things through our bets, but everybody, Mike, is going to do their whole winners and losers mm-hmm. thing tomorrow. I think this is one of the few years where we can actually all agree on the Jets are a pretty big winner. I think the Lions are a big winner as well. I agree with that 100%. I think all Salah has to do now is change the culture up there in New York with that team. Uh, it's it's not so much that – because we can look at the Jets, and they've drafted okay over the years at times. I mean, we think they've made some good selections, some good picks. They just haven't panned out, or they haven't won enough games, and they, they, they are repeatedly uh, in the same situation. I love the energy of Robert Sala. I, I love what he brings to the table. They got a young offensive coordinator. They got a young quarterback. Now they just have to grow together. But they have the right pieces. I think they had a phenomenal draft. Now, as far as the quarterbacks, I got to say this, because we, we see franchise quarterbacks getting traded now. Mm-hmm. We see franchise quarterbacks at the end of their contract, and they're free agents. Uh, and so I think the league uh, has an appetite for that, too, more so than to reach for these guys anymore. Well, I, you know, Time will tell on that, mm-hmm. but this was, you know, this was always the thing with first rounds is that teams couldn't resist, right? Right. And to some, and to some degree, you can justify that because you're nothing without a quarterback in this league. But next year's group is considered much, much better. Mm-hmm. I think there are teams like your Falcons, for instance, that know that this year is kind of a punt of a year. Um, they'll worry about a quarterback next year. They end up going with the curious pick of Drake London of all wide receivers going first. Drake London for a moment was the short shot to be the first wide receiver pick, but he wasn't at the end. That was their guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were there were interesting picks. There was a there was certainly an interesting trade. Arizona's trading for for Marquise Brown was an odd one. By the way, we put the timeline together for Lamar Jackson's very uh, pithy tweet, let's call it, um, with three letters. And we we think, best we can tell, that it was a reaction not to the Marquise Brown trade, but to the Ravens' then lack of picking a wide receiver thereafter that he may have reacted to. So I don't know, maybe some maybe some uh, drama there with the quarterback. We'll see. But so a lot of great things. I, I happen to think what Washington did didn't make much sense right. to me. Um, trading down from eleven and then ending up with a lesser wide receiver. I think maybe I'm wrong. Uh, than Chris Olave or Jamison Williams, but but just curious. It's here's the thing: the draft is always fascinating, and let me just say it once again: it is the greatest betting event of the calendar year, and I think this year proved it again. I think we can say that now, thanks to Derek Stingley. Anyway, <laughs> if the Derek Stingley thing doesn't happen at three, maybe I'm whistling a different tune. So all said and done, sixteen offensive, sixteen defensive players, one quarterback, no running backs, six wide receivers. Eight, uh, nine offensive linemen, four corners, seven defensive linemen, three safeties, 12 players from the SEC, five of which were from Georgia. <laughs> 12 players from the SEC, five yeah, from the national champs. If you played on that Georgia defense, man, you didn't get drafted. What's wrong with you? I mean, this is <laughs> incredible. There's a there's an awesome thing here of Sean McVay and Les Snead. The Patriots take Cole Strange at 29, and he said, and we wasted our time watching all that tape him thinking he'd be there at 104. <laughs> That's wow. great. 
<laughs> That's so, a great comment. That is. Tomorrow, tomorrow, every GM will say, we can't believe this guy was still available. It's kind of every GM in the second round. Uh, we kick it over to uh, Tim Murray and Sean King over at Circa. Uh, gentlemen, a, a, a fascinating first round. I hope it was profitable for you, Tim. It was. Uh, and, and here's the funny thing, guys. <laughs> Sean did not make a bet. We mentioned that as, uh, as, we, uh, as we did our crosstalk with primetime action. And, uh, but we did make, we have friendly bets on the show. And we had mentioned that we've been doing these cigar bets forever. And we mentioned that it would come to a close after the NFL draft. And little did I know, if I had hit all three, we would have tied. But how about this? Charles Cross, eight and a half, goes nine. Desmond Ritter and Malik Willis don't go in the first round. So Sean's three bets didn't win him any money, but won him some cigars. But uh, let's wrap up uh, just some final thoughts here. Obviously, we'll be coming up top of the hour and get uh, uh, get some, uh, some big ones here. Uh, but to close out the round, you get Daxton Hill. Uh, the safety goes to the Bengals, and then Lewis Seen, the the safety for Georgia. So Georgia, in totality, Sean, five players go in the first round uh, for this Georgia Bulldogs team. The number one overall pick, the 32nd pick. Uh, so they bookend the first rounds with that elite defense. And what's crazy is they have five guys go, and arguably the heart and soul of that defense, N'Kobe Dean, isn't one of them. So five defensive players, Sean, go in the first round. Yeah, you only start 11. Just think about right. how good that defense <laughs> was. And that's why and I kept, Kobe Dean wasn't drafted. And none or of, in the first round, I should say. None of them statistically were elite. So it tells me that the NFL, they're getting better at evaluating. N'Kobe um, Dean, I, as I said, great football player. I thought he would drop a little bit because he was not going to be elite when it came to athleticism and physical attributes. But he'll get selected at some point. But... Hey, hats off to Kirby Smart. <laughs> Think about when Kirby Smart t- took over the Georgia program and where it's at now. So, I mean, he's done, he's done a remarkable job. I would be remiss, though, if I didn't give a shout-out to all the fans of the Arizona Cardinals and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that showed up at the stadium for a draft party today to have their team <laughs> trade out of the first round. <laughs> the NFL's got to do something about this. You can't have people, my buddy in Tampa just sent me a picture of a full stadium and they didn't make a selection. <laughs> he was like, do we get a refund? Do our tickets get grandfathered in for tomorrow? NFL has to fix that. And by the way, guys, as we send it back to you, uh, <laughs> SEC, 12 players drafted. The over-under was 10 and a half. Uh, when in doubt, the NFL likes the players from the SEC. Should just probably auto-fire on that bad, bad boy. This just in, the SEC is good. Very Tend good. Tend to produce good players. And and every college football season, you always hear some contrarian opinion like, ah, the SEC, it's over. No, mm. no, they're not. They're overrated, no. Gil. Yeah, not at <laughs> they're all. They're overrated. When you have conferences you know. wanting to mimic the SEC, yeah. that's how good they are. Well, yeah. I, always, I always get a kick out of that contrarian mm. viewpoint. Um, again, Kenny Pickett, the only quarterback drafted 3-1 to one to go uh, to the Steelers specifically, plus 180 to be the first quarterback drafted. So good on those who had the Kenny Pickett bet. Now, I'll go all the way back. We're going into a wall here. We'll talk more about this after the break. But going back to the top of the draft, and Jaguars going Trayvon, Detroit going Aiden Hutchinson, and then the Stingley Gardner back-to-back cornerbacks, which then had the Giants have Kayvon fall into their lap. We'll talk about that, the top of the draft, and how that was not at all what most of us thought would happen 
uh, at least from four on. We kind of had an inkling that Stingley would go three. But then the Jets sort of forced to take, or, or felt themselves forced to take Gardner at four, knowing they wouldn't have him left at 10. Kayvon Thibodeau to the Giants at five. What an interesting start to the draft that really shaped the rest of it. Coming back on the VEASAN DraftCast, the Draft Betcast, however you want to call it, right here at the South Point. This is the 2022 VEASAN Draft BetCast, presented by DraftKings. Live in Las Vegas from the South Point Resort and Casino and the Circa Resort and Casino, here is Gil Alexander. Back at the South Point, it is Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Mike Pritchard, and Kelly Bidlin. Uh, we will kick it to the Circa boys at the top of the hour, where they will uh, do their nightcap thing, and they'll talk NFL Draft, but... Let's just put a nice bone up. Well, first of all, before we do that, you're, you're hearing a Jets Debo rumor that didn't get done. Yeah, apparently they offered ten and a and an additional pack. You know, whatever uh, the, the details of what the additional package part is is right. said. But uh, for Debo Samuel, apparently it was rejected. Yeah, they're not trading Debo, are no, they? they? No, they're no. gonna try to pay him. I think. I mean, it, it, yeah. It, see, the reports about Debo saying he doesn't want to be used this way. Like, he's being used too much. Running the football, he doesn't want to do that. Isn't that just a conversation you could work out? Well, that's how he's going to make the most money, by being used this way. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's an explosive player. The more times you touch the football, the more money you can make. Uh, And certainly, when you're playing in a league, that's what you want to do. Uh, I think San Francisco is a good spot for him. You know, the thing about Debo, too, is... There's report at Bed 365. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. about him being away from home. I don't believe that either. I, I think this is... He rejected that. Right. It's yeah. just leverage about trying to get as much money as you can when you have that leverage right now. And Debo knows that he has that leverage. If the Jets were the biggest winner in the draft, and there were other teams that did well, Detroit leaps to mind. Giants got to be pretty pumped. Who's the biggest loser of the first round? Hmm. Atlanta. Atlanta just screams out to me. I say Washington. I okay. Say, and you know who else I say? Arizona. Because when I said it earlier, when you juxtapose those two, those two trades mm-hmm. together, the Arizona trade, which involved the 23rd pick in the draft, to Baltimore for Marquise Brown, 23 and 100 for Marquise Brown. And then right after that, the Eagles make a very similar trade, not giving up much more than that to get A.J. Brown. Arizona seems like the, one of the big losers of the draft to me. Not sure how you feel about that. And, yeah, and I mean, it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to say because it was so low and they did trade back and all this stuff like that. But again, the, 
the Patriots picking a guy that literally was 50 <laughs> slots lower at, at best on, yeah. on people's big boards. Like Sean McVayler said he thought he'd be there 104 when they pick. And, you know, again, like they pick again at 54. It wasn't like I think the the run on Cole Strange was was really going to be there. How so. about Sean McVay say that? How about that? Did he tweeted that? Did they tweet no, that? No, someone was sitting with oh, him, like okay. watching the draft with him. <laughs> and so like they, his like reaction when they took Cole Strange, and he was like, oh, my God, we thought he'd be there at 104. Uh, this begs the question, we only had one quarterback drafted. How far do you think they continue to fall tomorrow night? <sighs> That's what I'm looking at here. Mm-hmm. I mean, so as far as the – you know, as far as the guys that pick at the top of the second round, right? I mean, not to say that they would do this. Maybe they're fine with Trask. I mean, you you do the first pick is the Bucks. Tom Brady is 157 years old. They're gonna have to do something at some point, but maybe they're fine with Trask. Maybe they don't want to deal with all that. The Titans are at 35. I think it's a. I think they're very very live now at this point with it just being a second round pick for them. Tannehill, like you mentioned, they don't they don't have to pay him twenty million at the end of next season anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can that just, might they can th- just cut bait with him. This might end up working out pretty well for them, actually. Yeah, I, I mean they didn't. I, I mean with that quarterback situation, me, you, and I kind of circled in on that. They, them being a team that could take one, and a lot of the guys, I mean, either fell or choose. You know, teams chose not to take them in the first. And round. then 40, 41, 42, 43 goes Seattle, Seattle, Indianapolis, and Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So you've got. Four straight picks right there of teams that could easily take a quarterback. So I think I think we're going to see these guys kind of start coming off pretty early here in the second round with the the teams that are picking at the top of the second. Round. Yeah, and you got running backs too. The situation with running backs and okay, who's going to be the first running back yeah. selected? Uh, Brees Hall is projected to be that guy, but now that you're into the second round, uh, we're looking at teams that might already have a running back and they need a compliment. Mm-hmm. So you have the cooks of the world that can come into play. And, and last time I checked, he was fourteen to one to be the first running back selected. So yeah. there's some there's some bets out there that might be those long shots that you're looking to cash in that second round. Kenneth Walker, of right. course, as well. I'll tell you what the lock is. For the seventh wide out to go first tomorrow night. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. Um, still some big talent. I mean, Nicobe Dean's still available. Yeah. Of course, we mentioned Malik Willis. Andrew Booth is still there. Brees Hall. We've got those receivers that we thought could sneak into the first round. And Christian Watson, Sky Moore, both still there. Um, Desmond Ritter, of course, at, at quarterbacks. I mean, there's there's still some some pretty big talent that's available. Shout out to Drew Dinsick, who had Nicobe Dean going over 31 and a half on our show the other day. So he got he hit that one among others. Um, this is the way too early time to ask this, but now that you have the first round in the books and you see where each player has gone, who do you think the short shot to be rookie of the year is going to be next year? Out of the shoot. Oh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I mean, I guess the the best with no quarterbacks. I mean, like that's the that's the thing. I mean, I right. Pickett's obviously the the leader in the clubhouse just because. So Pickett will be the short shot. He'll be the short shot until I mean he might lose the job though, right? He could lose the job in in camp. I think Olave's going to be up there. Oh, don't make me any matter. No, don't. You don't right. think so, Matt? Would, would Jameis there? Jameis Winston? I hate you. Mm. I mean, I just, he very well could be. You got to go wide receiver, though. Yeah. Right? I mean, we saw what Jamar Chase is doing, uh, Justin Jefferson. I mean, the, the run on wide receivers, too. Uh, yeah, I would short shot maybe pick it because he's a quarterback. Right. Yeah. What, it, what it does, though, if you eliminate quarterbacks, and maybe it would be without mm. if Pickett is not the guy, 
maybe it does for one of the rare times open it up for a defensive player. If if one of those defensive players went crazy, if Kayvon Thibodeau went crazy with maybe the New so. York Giants. There's, there is Trey Burks who steps in as now the, the number one in Tennessee right off the bat, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, that's yeah. like he's going to get an incredible amount of opportunity right off the bat for, for that team who gets rid of A.J. Brown. And as they get rid of him, bring in Burks, who's going to be the number one as a rookie. You know, yeah. so he's – I imagine just on volume alone – He'll be close, at least. Cole Strange, he'll be the short shot. Yeah, Cole Strange. <laughs> Cole Strange. Uh, the overdraft of all time on Cole Strange. Um, th- I mean, this draft really did turn again at the beginning, and I, I said this on a numbers game earlier, the one, two, three, Trayvon Hutchinson followed by Stingley, that ended up coming home. We, we talked about it when it was 6-1 to one. earlier this week. By the end of the show, it was plus 550. That did come home. But I guess what we didn't anticipate, even for those of us who did anticipate Stingley going to the Texans at three, and again, good on Matt, who was the first person to bring that up about three, four weeks ago when you said, when when Stingley wasn't even close, he was plus 280 to be the first cornerback selected. Um, I then added on exactly the number three pick, and we went crazy from there, under 11 and a half. So that, that pick alone really made the night for some of us. But I guess what we didn't think was the next thought, which was, okay, if that happens and the Jets have 4-10, and ten. and obviously Derek Stingley and Ahmad Gardner were considered by far the best cornerbacks on the board in whatever order you believed, that the Jets' hand would kind of be forced at that point and go Gardner for, which then you could sort of logically say might have forced the Giants' hand again because they had 5-7, and seven. they could wait to take an offensive lineman at 7, so they took Thibodeau at that mm-hmm. point, and that's... Where the dra- you know, that's the four or five fulcrum there is where the draft changed. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you could see the Jets perhaps going edge too, like if this thingly thing didn't happen. Uh, maybe because, okay, Houston's going to go sauce. Or, or maybe with our other pick, we can go sauce. But they didn't go edge. No. Uh, right? And so uh, they got back into the first round to go edge with a guy from uh, uh, FSU, uh, Jermaine Johnson. So the Jets got everything they wanted. They navigated themselves through this draft perfectly because they got an explosive wide receiver. You got a co- uh, cover corner, if you want to call him that. And then on top of that, too, you have an edge guy. The updated Super Bowl odds, because, of course, they're yeah. going to update them. <laughs> uh, your Super Bowl favorite entering the season will be the Buffalo Bills, plus 650. The Bucks right behind them at 7-1 to one, because, again, we've said much easier path through the NFC yeah. than through the AFC. So the Bucks, even though – they just forego on the first round today, you know, seven to one for them. Packers ten to one, Chiefs ten to one, Rams ten to one, and then the 49ers at fourteen to one is pretty interesting. Well, that's you, the you next bring up a great point, which is the draft typically, with the exception of a you know a, a widely consensus uh, believed franchise quarterback, the draft is not going to really move a yeah. futures market like free agency does. And this is a great example, right? Tampa Bay didn't even have a pick, and still right? second, and second, still second. Yeah. I'm surprised Green Bay didn't fall a little, yeah. to be honest with yeah. you, not getting a wide receiver. And that I'm actually not being completely joking about. I, I know, seriously. Yeah. So, I, you know, that, that's interesting. So it doesn't really move the the greater future market more, nor would it say conferences or divisions. But nonetheless, that's where we are. And that is the first round of the NFL draft. And we're so glad that you joined us uh, for those of you who are with us all five hours on the Draft BetCast, we really appreciate it. And more than anything, we hope it was super profitable. Hope everybody cashed along with us on Stingley. That's the biggest thing as uh, of all things. 
The nightcap is next. Tim Murray and Sean King in the rightful place over there at Circa. They'll take it over from here. They'll talk draft. I'm sure they'll talk a little NBA. The NBA ban has been lifted. Very unexciting uh, finals in the NBA for Matt Brown. Pritch, thanks for being with us. We always love it, man. I love being here with you guys. It's awesome. Mike Pritchard, host of uh, Betting Across America here at the network, and Kelly Bidlin, keeping it all together. Thanks for watching. The VEASAN Draft BetCast. Enjoy. The nightcap is next. This spring, the VEASAN experts are giving you the complete betting coverage and insights you need to cash in on every sport. And right now, you can get access to everything we have to offer through July for only $59. The VEASAN experts are analyzing every playoff game, along with daily coverage of baseball, with daily coverage of baseball, with daily coverage of baseball, with daily coverage. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.